we so we basically so basically we both bought the year. We got rugged, man. <laughs> Boom. But I love you coming back, man. Thanks, man. It's it's like about time I'm back, right? Three months off. I did spaces every fucking day for like 455 days or something like that. Not missing a weekend or a weekday. God, ask me how I did it, Adam. Go ahead. <laughs> the thing is, though, this is what's what's awesome about it, and and why, like, oh, I, you know, you shouldn't feel like, oh, well, you're late or there's not enough time. No, like, who, of who not. are the people like who actually make consistent content, like in the NFT space, dude? It's like there's like five guys. I mean, it's like nobody, right? I That's mean, so the true. Shows like P.O. Nick, you know, the Rug Radio guys. There's a there's like handfuls of people. Yep. And uh, and and everybody's early, dude. I mean, even today I saw like P.O. did like a daily recap. Oh, yeah, no, I saw that. The video daily recap, right? That's great. You're yeah. Perfect. But dude, that's like the first fucking daily recap was like today. Like, <laughs> you know, that's what I'm saying. It's like if you, anybody late in the space, like, no, nah, dude, not at all. Like there's so much room to build stuff out over the next five years. So when the next, you know, wave hits and there's true adoption, like you're, you're right there at the forefront. So uh, yeah, I encourage it, man. Yeah, thanks, man. Um, I look forward to it too. I'm I'm a natural like I'm a natural creator in the first place. Obviously, putting in so many hours on spaces, I've like finally like found my kind of like my my flow, right? I love I love talking and helping people, so it's like a perfect scenario. I have good people around me, you know. Like we have Pixel Lord and Crip uh, Crip King, and of course you, Adam, and all these other people. Butter Toast, everybody in the audience, like amazing, amazing people, dude. It's it's uh like. I want to say like this year has just been amazing, like scary, <laughs> scary as all hell. Right. Um, but also like crazy amazing. And I feel like super like lucky to know all you people. So I appreciate every one of you. Um, you know, Adam, I just, re I'm remembering back to NFT NYC in 2021, me and you brother, like <laughs> I'm, wearing a, I'm wearing, I'm wearing a cool way, cat. A long way, baby. <laughs> 2021 was the craziest year ever. This was like a blur year. This is like, I don't even know what happened this year. It was a shit show. That's like, what I'm talking um, about, dude. Hey, but, tell, tell us about your, tell us about like the history of NFTs and like do it in like a concatenated way. Did you really expect NFTs to like blow up the way they did in 2021? And did it catch you off guard? You think? I, I don't, I think it caught everybody in the world off guard. There was nobody prepared. Nobody really, you know, I've, I've dug into the history of NFTs enough to know that exactly zero people on earth thought it would be a big deal. Like people thought the technology was something and there was maybe something there to tie art to the blockchain, create some provenance. But the idea of value really around that, uh, absolutely zero people. No, no, there was not a human on earth in 2017 who believed that was real until like crypto kitties kind of hit and, and you know, the first things of like, you know, some rare Pepe's hit and stuff until that happened. Um, and, and even when that happened, it made news because it was so people thought it was ridiculous. Right. Um, yeah, so I remember, I, I remember yeah. doing the, doing some research on like the rare Pepe's and going, what are these things? Why is everybody so excited about it? Like, what's this rare Pepe's wallet? They had like a special wallet yeah. for them and stuff. So yeah, they still do. <laughs> I mean, but, it, but it's like, uh, you know, when the first punk sold for like a thousand dollars or whatever, the first like alien punk or whatever, people were like, you know, crazy stuff. Right. Um, right. That, that's when it was like, oh, this is like the tip of this massive iceberg, which we all experienced in 2021. Um, 
was amazing and and i think you know that's why most of us are here in this room was this like the money came in and then that's when everybody realized oh wow there actually is something here like oh wow we're at the birth of digital ownership oh shit this is actually something huge and of course it popped with pfps and punks and apes and stuff like that but really i think we all kind of get that oh no this is actual digital ownership on public blockchains that's something that's huge and still we're at the baby steps of that you know there's there's handfuls of us around the, around the globe who get how impactful that is now um almost nobody still understands that they still think it's about monkey pictures um Which is but some of us <laughs> some of us get the idea of digital ownership and how massive this is going to be for the globe and uh and we're still here man and we're still fucking it. it's super early and uh for me personally like the idea of what's happening with the historical nft space like this idea of like oh there were these pioneers doing it early um that's been crazy because i was called a scammer you know back what? in you know june of la of 2021 you know i mean we were when we were like hey i found this old one people who you know were ogs were like that's scam that's bullshit it was garbage back then it's garbage now you know and that's completely flipped and and that's been really personally i'm for me, it's been very re rewarding uh, to see that narrative change where people are like, you know, especially those of us who get the idea of digital ownership, get this idea that, oh, shoot, there were only, you know, 25 projects in 2017 and fucking less in 2016 and like five in 2015, right? And it's like, oh, wow, this is like something really interesting. Um, and that's been amazing. You know, we had the first historic NFT fest this year. Like, you know, what? Are you crazy? Like, for me, that just was like, oh, my God. You know, I can't believe 18 months ago this started. And, like, people in the space, we created this. We created the entire space uh, in 18 months. And, uh, yeah, it's just been crazy, man. Absolutely crazy. Isn't that, it is really, uh, if you think about it, it's insane where this space has gone. So, I don't know, man. It's, it's, definitely, uh, it's definitely something that, I, like I said, when I, I, when I first got in the space, it was way, I mean, not as long as you, of course, but when it, when someone tapped me in like the middle of the pandemic, August of 2020, I was like, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll do this, but I don't, I don't think it's going to work, dude. Like, why would anybody, <laughs> I was like, this is going to work. You're going to sell your art here, but no one wants to buy your art anywhere else, like for five or $9, whatever the price is. I was like, okay, yeah, it's not going to work. And it totally just blew my mind. And I just was like, wait, what is this? And then. Yeah, man, I've been talking about down the rabbit hole, like August of 2020, like literally when he sold uh, the person I helped sold this stuff in September, which I didn't even really help. Holy cow. Like it just all went and it was, it was like so crazy priced. And I think there's a whole bunch of people were in lockdown. And uh, I think that's what really accelerated all this. Like people had more time in front of their screens, right? So yeah, it was kind of like that perfect mix, right? And then it, ex yeah, that August, late July, August, um just that peak fever um cycle was was absolutely uh insane at least in my kind of world which is like the historic nfts and we got you know gary v buying in and all this sort of stuff and it just went um absolutely ape shit uh crazy yeah it's just it was just fuck it was crazy times right i mean it's like you know, uh, and, and we all knew, I mean, every, we had, we talked about it in spaces. You and I oh, was yeah. like, Heck yeah. we, you know, it's coming to an end, right? Th this can't last. Like we've gone through enough bubbles in our, our lifetime to know that there's no way on earth this lasts. Right. So take some profits. I mean, I can't tell 
how many times we said, guys, take some profits, man. If this is going to change your life, not financial advice, of course, but yeah, like if, if if I were you, (laughs) You like if, if, if it were me, (laughs) yeah. Like if it were me, am I going to cash my paycheck today or am I going to wait until I lose that paycheck or it gets like sucked down? Like, you know what I mean? Like you put your pants in the washing machine and say bye to the paycheck and you can't, you can't reimburse it. I mean, that's literally what it is. Like it just, it's gone. I had had so many conversations, like one-on-one conversations, phone calls. People would be like, dude, can I talk to you? Can I talk to you? I get them on the phone or I'm on chat and they're like, dude, I got like one one guy, I won't mention him, but he had, I won't mention his name, but he had, I, I found him. And because of this project called the Lost Robbies, which was um, uh, Robbie Barrett, who's a famous, like, world-renowned artist for Super Rare in 2018, they had a, an art and blockchain show. And he created what are now known as the Lost Robbies. It's basically 300 NFTs, which Uh-oh, are fractionalized versions. Some alpha. <laughs> and, <laughs> well, if you, got, if you got fat wallets, it's alpha. Let's go. Um, but he created these... Uh, NFTs for this event and they dropped them in gift bags. They did uh, like 300 basically plastic business cards where you scratched it off the back. It gave you access to a a wallet and you could claim this NFT. And there's a famous video of Art Gnome being like, guys, check your gift bags. There's NFTs in there or not. They didn't even call them NFTs. It's like digital collectibles in there. You can grab them, blah, blah, blah. And of course, everybody just threw them in the garbage. And um, back in 2021 i heard this story um on twitter and i went down the rabbit hole for a week like trying to find people who might have these cards i literally bombed emailed dm'd uh tweeted to probably like 300 people who i thought might be there and uh, and actually found like five people who had these cars sitting like one guy literally had them in a a shoebox in his closet where he kept old business cards um and at one of these people that I found that had one of these cards, because they at the time they were trading for like a hundred and you know twenty ETH each. Um, Jesus. You know, I talked to and then, and now they're you know they've been upwards of like a half a million dollars per per NFT because there are only like thirty of them have been fa- thirty five of them have been found. And um, but I was on the phone with this guy and he's like, well, what should I do? And I was like, dude, if you know. If if a hundred something ETH is gonna make a difference in your life, improve your quality of life now, like dude, I recommend you sell it, man. Right? Uh, if you're fortunate enough to be in a space where it's not gonna make a difference in your life, hold it, because I actually think this is like a really valuable long-term piece of art um, and super super collectible because the story behind it is fucking like phenomenal. And uh, you know, but you know, how many conversations did we have in spaces? Oh my God, so many, so had, many. Had literally life-changing money sitting in their, you know, wallet, and it was like, well, what are you gonna do, man? Yeah, you know? dude, I remember talking to ape holders, and I'm not hating on Crypt King over here, you know, like I'm not hating on any ape holder, but I remember talking to like ape holders that are like, I just have so much conviction in this project, and I'm like, yeah, that's great, man, conviction's great, but here's the thing, like. When's that yacht club pass? And I mean, for real, like, when is that like golf membership, you know, country club membership, whatever you want to like compare it to a yacht club membership, you know, very expensive memberships. Like, when does that get too lucrative to not sell? And then are you're going to be okay with it? Like decreasing by like 80%. And they're like, 
it's never going to happen. It's there's nowhere to go, but up. And I'm like, that's exactly what every penny stock investor said. That's what everybody yeah. said. Every, every down market, everybody was like, I, I or think up we market. call that the gambler's dilemma. It's right? so true. It's so true. It's like, Oh, I could just sell it now. Or if I, if I just wait a week, it could be double the price, right? You have to break well, you your, re- you got to break yourself out of that mold. Almost a hell of a drug. Yeah, you got to break yourself out of that. I think that's the key of like not getting destroyed in this space is like you can't be. And I get it because these images attach, you make attachment to them. You're like, oh my God, I'm so, I'm in so much love with like buttered, buttered toasts, like profile picture. Definitely not, by the I, way. That's an ugly one. I can't agree more. Like that was my learning point was like, how do you uh, disattach uh, the loyalty to the PFP and take profits? That That is a one that I had to teach myself. Definitely. Right. That's exactly it. Anybody's zero, zero people are perfect at it. Right. It's like everybody, every one of us, if we took profits, we sold too early at some point. Um, you know, most of us probably in this room, dude, didn't sell, didn't cryptodes. You know, I mean, it's I like, had two you know, cryptodes when it pumped past 15 ETH, dude. And I did not uh, sell and I did not sell. I was like, no, these are going to be the new crypto bugs. Guess what? I was wrong. <laughs> You know, you can't be, and, and that's, it's actually, is a blessing. I think we're, we're all, you know, even though it's painful, I mean, I, I doubt there's anybody in this room who escaped pain. Right. Um, uh, yes. but, but those lessons, like I, I've said it to my normie friends, I'm like, I got as much trading experience in six months of the NFT hype cycle as I got in the previous, you know, 25 years of trading stocks. Oh like, my God. Was, yeah, dude. You know, oh my God. Just, yeah. <laughs> The, the hype and the dumps and the bull and bear markets were, you know, a day or two days long, you know, and it's just like you just it was crazy. Yeah, it was uh, amazing, though. Right. A lot of fun. No pain, no gain. That's what I'm talking about. Hey, let's do it real quick. I know it's going to sound corny to you guys, but I want to I'm pretty grateful for like the space. I'm pretty grateful for like, you know what I mean? Like get, coming into the, like I actually got lucky coming into the you know, the web three space, there really wasn't even a name of, of it. Like when I came into it, they were just like NFTs, NFTs. And I'm like, okay, 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 cool. And I went down the rabbit hole, but I am grateful for like everybody in the space, grateful for the web three space. Um, and knowing all of you guys, like, seriously, it's amazing to know that. And I, I just want to pass the torch down here. Pixel Lord, Crypt King, you know, Adam, tell me what you guys are like thankful for, or grateful for this year, if you don't mind. And, uh, keep going. Go ahead, Pixel Lord. Yo. Um, yeah, man, I'm, I'm grateful for, um, like that we, we haven't left. I think that's, that's the thing, especially like my friends, such as you and all these people, most of them are actually here and it feels weird, like two years in this space. <laughs> Sometimes it feels like it could, it could like disappear, but it's, it's here. So. I'm very grateful. It's 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 going on. It's continuing. It's something happens. People collecting, people um, uh, supporting. I can support others. So I'm I'm grateful for the uh, sort of uh, you know. I'm grateful for your, I'm grateful to your your uh, your um, GM Punk zero zero one. It treated me really well. Thanks, Pixel Lord. Yeah. Crip King, what do you yeah. got, man? What do you got? What are you grateful for, my yeah, man? Yeah, this year I'm thankful for the traditional art market. Uh, it really uh, pushed me through, uh, this year. I was, um, I was at the uh, close to like, uh, you know, like you, you're always questioning your, uh, where you are in a space. And like, I, uh, crossed over a little bit to expose myself to te- the Tez market and some more traditional fine art. And I really 
connected with a great group of people found Tez foundation as well. And, and so, yeah, I'm grateful for that. Plus all the connections, all you guys, because, uh, every time it gets close to like questioning the space, it's the connections that bring me back every morning, you know, same here, by the way, I want to echo that. That definitely is the thing. There's, there's been many of days, many a morning that I was like, you know what? I'm not doing that today. And I just did it because I'm like, the community is just so strong. It just brings you, it just pulls you back in. It's really great people. Adam, what are you grateful for, my man? Dude, it, it always starts and ends with people, right? I mean, there's, there's relationships and then there's everything else, man. I mean, I fall out of it. I'm sure like a lot of people where I lose track of that. And I think that something else is more important, but the relationships, the friendships, that's what has real meaning. Um, yeah, I agree. you know, it's, it's impo- like, the generosity of people is is actually crazy too. Um, I've met so many generous people. People have ge- been generous with me, either with time or just gifting me stuff. Like it's beyond belief. Um, has been amazing and humbling. Uh, yeah, it's just and and I mean on a global scale, like I am. Even though you know the curse is you know may you live in interesting times, uh, dude. How fortunate are we? I mean we are literally living in the greatest time in the history of humanity. Um, It's truly a miracle. Like if you look at history at all um, for us to not have to fight for our food to, you know, for fortunate to be on, like if we're, you're listening here on your phone, God's, I mean, count your blessings, man. It is like the miracle of miracles. Um, And so for that, I always just, just think of that whenever it gets bad or, you know, cause it gets bad for everybody. You know, everybody knows if you've gone through any kind of life experience, everybody, everybody feels pain, everybody, uh, nobody, make sure, make sure everybody knows pain. that everybody, know, everybody goes through shit. So like, when you're there out there tweeting, who is, yeah, <laughs> make sure you there tweet no kindly. <laughs> yeah. I mean, if you, if you're in social media, you, you always get are bombarded with what you think are people living great lifestyles, but everybody suffers. Everybody goes through pain. So, um, yeah, and just count your blessings that it's, uh, you know, even no matter how bad it is, um, you live in a magical time with tremendous opportunities. It's really, uh, it's fantastic. And if there's an opportunity right above. I posted, uh, I'm giving away my book, man. Uh, oh, shit. I have, a, I have a copy of your book. Yeah, I know you have a real legit copy, but I'm giving away uh, Kindle versions. So. <laughs> gotcha. Because <laughs> I'm not that kind of rich where I can actually ship. Oh them. shit! I can't give I can't give away the Kindle version free for everybody till Christmas. So um, uh, I appreciate you all, and uh, I would love you to read. That's like my first six months in uh, historic NFTs and rediscoveries and all the kind of craziness. I was hoping um, I could read my now. inscription that I got from you when I was at NFT MIC in uh, this year. Cause I was like, Hey man, let me get a signed book. And he's like, all right, yeah, cool. And he sends me a signed book. I'm like, no dude, I want like one that's like customized. I can't customize it for you. Bro. What are you talking about? I already signed it. I'm like, all right, cool. Give me what he's like. He had one, he had one right there and he's like, all right, let me customize it for you real quick. He's like, Hey, I'm like, great. Adam's good people though, dude. Mad respect to Adam. So that was good. That's good, dude. I agree with you hundred percent. There's so much to be grateful for butter toast. What you got, man? What's up, everybody? Good morning. Um, you can keep it short. Yeah, don't friend, worry. Dude, there's so many things to be grateful for. Number one, my beautiful PFP that looks so aesthetic. Um, <laughs> and that's that's number one, you know. Um, <laughs> yeah, I mean, 
I'm grateful for just the privileged life that I get to live, you know, like living in the country I live in. Uh, privilege. You know, for living. Uh, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Privilege it is. I recognize it. It's 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 great. I'm grateful for it. I always remind myself. <laughs> this is really hard if we go to Whisper. But, um, but yeah, man, you know, just like we all get to be here buying JPEGs and interacting with each other online. Like I never thought in a million years I'd be doing this came at the perfect time for me in my life. I'm grateful for all you guys, all the NFT people, just NFTs in general, such an awesome way to get to spend my time, you know, um, interacting with people I would never meet in a bajillion years. Like totally true. How crazy is that? I would never have met you. I'm positive of that. Yeah. And I'm glad I have my man. I know. That's what I'm saying. A bunch of times for sure. Yeah. Good times. All right. Good, good, good. uh, Good synopsis, dude. You need a book. You need a signed book from Adam. Hey, uh, Brad, talk to me, Goose. Tell me, tell me what you're grateful for, bro. Dude. Give me like a 30 second version though, because Butter Toast really carried on there. So I know, man. he just God, kept going and going. He's like the Energizer oh, battery. Funny, just he's just <laughs> like the <laughs> evil. Wait, Lucas, are you gonna do? Are you gonna rug people on your space? Is that gonna be your thing? No, I'm not rugging anybody, rugging dude. Rugging. Not on purpose, at least. <laughs> go ahead, Brett. Go ahead, Brett. 30 seconds. <laughs> um, yeah, dude. I mean, straight up, it's uh, this past year's been a, a trip, dude. Um, legitimately, a year ago this time. I had just launched my first failed project, um, was trying to figure out what I was going to do in NFTs moving forward because I was at this point, yeah, obsessed with it, you know, coming from blockchain and going into NFTs and in a year, dude, um, you know, I've launched now nine projects to mainnet and working with major brands, helping them get into the space. And it's, uh, dude, I mean, I always tell people, man, it's like when people think about paying dues, right? It's not about like being starting as the coffee person and then working your way up the ladder and doing all these things to pay your dues. No, it's like you just grind, pay your dues to the universe. You know, if you put in work and you just continue to grind, you will have ups, you will have downs. But as long as like you keep pushing forward, like you will move forward. You know, and uh, this past year has absolutely shown me that, you know, through some seriously hard times, through some pretty dope times. But like, dude, the past year has been an absolute trip. And so I'm grateful that uh, I was able to get into the space. I've got some dope mentors in the space like Sir Lucas Bean, you know, and uh, people like Buttered Toast that I can, you know, poke fun at and. And every once in a while, if he doesn't, you know, totally blow me off, we can drink beers together. Oh, he totally did too. I was there for you, dude. I was there. We're gonna live that down. Can I tell you? That was the most one of the most painful, dude. That was a painful day for me, buttered toast, just because I was like, I had already gone out the night before, and I was entertaining some people, and I was like. Oh no, I got to go out. And, but, and not only that, like butter toast isn't coming out. Great. So it's going to be like me entertaining, uh, bread over here. And I'm like, Oh, bread's a heavyweight. I can't, but anyway, yeah, it was great hanging out, dude, this year. Um, obviously at NFT NYC and in LA. So mad respect, no cap. What you got? What are you grateful for? Yo, 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 GM, GM, GM brother. Um, 
Dude, I think, I mean, I echo a lot of, a lot of what's already been said, uh, just the opportunities, the people, man, it's been, it's been a crazy ride and I've been thankful for being able to have these opportunities and actually like get to work in the space just by grinding. Right. Like I just, it was not the intent in the beginning. Right. I just, yeah, it just happens. Yeah. I like it, man. That's great. That's, I love how short it was too. Like guys, you should all learn from no cap. Like he's got a cap with his like he, they didn't talk for seven minutes. All right. Hey, uh, Amara and Anarath Anarath. Sorry. I didn't spell it. Say your name. Right. Um, what are you grateful for? Uh, I'm grateful for discovering there's like a whole other world. than I thought the career I had for 15 years was like that, that that's been what my last year was. And there's a lot of new opportunities. And I know that whatever I choose to do for whatever the rest of my life is, it could be wildly different than I thought it was two years ago. That's amazing though. Right. It's kind of a great thing. This space allows like so much opportunity to happen right now because of the growth, because there's not a lot of like experts in the space or, or no experts in the space. Um, I think it's a possibility that, you know, there's going to be a lot more growth in 2023. So like if I feel like the web, like the word web three and the word NFT will probably go away in like 2023 at some point and we'll just because an nft is a file format right let's be honest so um digital collectibles my friend yeah it's going to be digital it is digital collectibles digital assets stuff like that i think it's going to go to so that's just my assumption but i don't know um let me see who's who's next here i think we can go further than that though like like how long before digital just goes away because digital is so common and totally agree yeah i agree people are just going to ask is that on chain that's all they're going to say i think at least like it could be, you know, no one show, says, show me a JPEG of your kids. Show me, a, you know what I mean? Like, show me a PNG of your kids. They say, show me a picture of your kids. And then they're going to say, oh, is that on chain? You know, like, there you go. So uh, that's just my gut. I'm not even positive that's true. So uh, Crypto Megan, what are you grateful for? Hey, thanks for having me on the show. Of it's course. nice to meet all you guys. I like to jump in spaces where I don't really know everyone because that's the nature of this community. You get to connect with people so easily now. So true. Um, yeah, and I'm I'm just super grateful for the journey. I know people have been talking a, a lot about what it is to be an entrepreneur and you know, it's a slow, steady grind and the consistency and just being here with all of you to share that. Uh, crypto's been in my life for many years. And, you know, before NFTs, crypto is pretty solitary place. Like you don't get to connect like you do now in the Twitter spaces and the communities. So um, I literally started by like doing hours and hours of research on my own. I've, I've been really passionate about this. I literally had to like turn my computer screen when my husband walks by because he's like what are you doing like <laughs> are you working on what we're supposed to be working on and this thing i'm just so passionate about it i couldn't stop and then finally i decided to go full time uh, about two three years ago i started giving uh lectures to my country club in spain where i live fancy literally Whoa. yeah like country club white dudes and i'm sitting there <laughs> telling them about these monkey jpegs like hey guys like you gotta you gotta check this out let me give you a a history let me break it down where we're at in the cycles and and from there i started a, a world tour speaking about uh web3 around the world and from there now i just hosted the crypto stage at web summit with seventy seven thousand plus people and it's it's a dream man to be doing what i love wow and um just that is being amazing on tour seeing the world and and um, consulting man i just uh props to everybody here who's building and following their dreams and making moves and doing that slow steady grind every single day to get toward where they want to be and you guys are all like the, the best support network 
Appreciate that. And that is an amazing story. I did not, that is, that is just great. This is the kind of, this is the kind of story I like to hear in the space. It's like, I, I think it's like all of our stories, right? I mean, we all had opportunities. Um, some, some of us fell into them by accident, you know, by hosting spaces in an insane amount of time. And then some of us, uh, you know what I mean? Like went out of their way and deliberately made these opportunities happen. So that's really cool. So yeah, Lucas, did you say you're you're based in LA? I am. I was yeah. Okay, I'm from LA. I'm here now filming. Oh no way! And stuff. Yeah, yeah. I had no idea. Holy cow! Yeah, that's super do you know cool. A guy named uh, Fitty Yeah, I know Fitty really well. I've hung oh, out with cool. him a bunch. Yeah, he's good people. Oh, he's awesome. Yeah, I jumped on his spaces last night, and he seems to know everybody in LA. And so I love to build a network. So it's cool to to meet you. Yeah. Heck yeah. Are you? Do you live in LA? I'm from here, but oh. I live in Spain, so I'm back and forth like all the time. Like very cool, yeah. Well, I'm around, so if you guys want to like, it's a, you know, at sometime like this weekend or next week, like I'm around. So if you guys want to hang oh, out, yeah, grab a grab a drink. It. Yeah, let's go. <laughs> I love it. Yeah, DM me. I, I just followed you back, so awesome. Sure. I I love cool. building connections. I love me. I mean, yeah. So just so you guys know, in 2023, I'm going to be hosting a lot of NFT events across the country. And, uh, you know, one of them is going to be in LA. We're going to have some in Chicago, New York, um, Austin, Texas, Houston, a couple other places. So I'm going to try to ramp it up to like 15 cities in, uh, the first three months and like 15 major cities in the United States. And then hopefully I can get some people from the audience to like start hosting spaces in like, you know, places like Spain. Oh, yes, shit. I'm all about it, man. I got Europe covered. Let's go. Yeah. We got to we got to get some real in real life events going on there too. Okay, awesome. So All right. Um what else? Crip King, what else you got, man? Oh uh, yeah, so like uh just a little update. Uh be careful with OpenSea. Uh there's private phishing scams going around. Just wanted to say everyone, if anybody DMs you and says to go through these links, I'm actually reading an article that seven hour ago, uh, uh, it's something that uh, says new NFT private auction scam threatens OpenSea users. So just be careful. Uh, if anybody wants to buy your art, here's the link. Uh, share it with them. Besides that, uh, further interaction is on the platform. That's what I would say. Just be careful out there, guys, with the holidays and everything. It's more rampant. So, like, people are going to use weird ways to try to contact you. So, Always be vigilant and always, uh, I, I like to call it, uh, I share my link and the, uh, it stops from there. If you like it, you can go down that rabbit hole, you know? <clears throat> That's awesome. Yeah. There's a lot of, a lot of interesting news going on right now, guys. So, um, you know, moving forward, uh, just so you guys know, I am here next week too. So like probably start the shows back up on Monday through all the way through Monday through Friday. So just know that I will be here during the, uh, holiday break, um, and starting on Monday, we're giving away PO apps in the sh during the show as well. So get ready to start collecting those. And it's for, in the future, it's going to be for events and uh, building a, a giant community in spaces here. And, you know, eventually onto a platform where we can actually manage the entire community. I'm just, I'm having decided about like Discord. I'm feeling dirty about Discord. What do you guys feel? How do you guys feel about Discord? Like, isn't it just like I love dead, bro? It's dead. I love it. I so love we got. So hold on. I, I want to let's say let's make a little bit of a poll here. I'm gonna stick a poll up at the top because this is. I'm really curious. I feel the same way as Adam, but I just heard, like, I hate Discord. Yeah, hate same man, same. 
I like uh, Discord, but at the same time, you have to be very, uh, you know, disciplined in there. But I, I like it just because I find it a certain use cases for it that other places don't have at this moment. But again, I mean, there's so many. You got to. I turn myself invisible. Like, there's a lot of things that I, I don't never click pictures. You know, like there's a lot of discipline that comes behind it. But there's a certain use case for Discord I can't find other places at this moment. Oh, I don't disagree. Unfortunately, <laughs> well, that doesn't make me like it anymore than I like it right now. Totally agree. <laughs> hey, uh, I so I just pinned up a, a poll at the top. If you guys want to take the poll, let me know. How do you guys, how do you guys feel about Discord? I would love to know. Like, I do think by now we should have like with all our talent in this space, we should have had like two or three different alternatives. But unfortunately, like you said, we, I don't like the option, but it it does have its certain use cases. Right. Yeah, I agree. What's up, butter toast. Go ahead. I saw your mic. Butter toast, butter toast. Uh, Wait, where'd you, where'd you put the, uh, where'd you put the pole, dude? I stuck it at the top. It's pinned pinned to the top. Yeah. Answer that. And by the way, I've, I've reached out to Adam on discord and he does not respond ever. So I can tell you, he hates discord for sure. And so do I, I literally check it at most. Now I have all notifications off. No bleep, bleep, you know, messages. I, uh, I just check it like once a day and like, Oh, look, a message came in. What's that about? But I literally ignore discord like 99.9% of the time. Um, it's just annoying. It's don't get me wrong. It has its uses. I've definitely managed in, you know, communities, myself you know with thousands of members in it you know basically all by myself and uh it's definitely useful and fun you can definitely like get people really excited in the discord you can notify them and kind of like give them exclusive things to do inside of discord in a protected audience but uh you know it's it's definitely got its it's got its perks and it's got its definitely downfalls and discord i'm positive about one thing about discord they definitely have told me at least developers at Discord have told me they don't care about Web3 NFTs at all. They're not developing for anything, and their their 24-month roadmap has nothing to do with this stuff. So they literally just don't care. So, Go ahead, Brad. What were you saying? Oh, I said Discord's a circus, man. I can't stand that place. It's too much going on. It's too... I get it. It's a it's a good tool for communities and for really like communicating a message or an announcement to an entire community at once. Definitely a good tool. Good but take. Yeah, good but, take. I agree with you. I, my, my thing is when they make a better tool, that's when we can like completely get rid of it. But I, I think, you know, communication via blockchain is going to be something that's coming in 2023. Like they have um, Dispatch, a company named Dispatch has got some really cool things, you know, cool, cool attributes. And I think they just need to break down Discord like and rebuild it. Like I, I think someone could easily swoop in here and build an entire new Discord that is literally like choose the light version of this and it only has like security in order to get into the Discord and then you just cannot do certain things and people can't complain because it's like an audio chat. It's like, hey, just, you know, show me, uh, you know, share your screen with me. I'm like, I can't. We're in spaces, right? So like at the end of the day, it's limiting and you and you have the excuse of why you're not sharing your screen. So there you go. I mean, I think who who at this point, right? So like hot take maybe, right? But like who owns MySpace? Let's bring it back and call it our space. All Web3. Let's go. Right? I like it. I like it. Hey, so Adam, real quick, um, give me your takes. In 2022, historical NFTs, what are, your, what are your top three from 2022? And then what are your predictions for 2023? What do you think is going to reign supreme in 2023? 
Like what's going to bring more people into the space? Oh, bring people into the space, man. I don't know. People like new stuff, man. That's that's right. I, I, yeah, I think I think the the thing that's going to bring somebody the the big wave of people into the space for digital ownership um, is much more along the lines of what like Reddit did, you know, with their PFP collections for Reddit, or you know, just that kind of onboarding is uh is far more powerful than than you know a pfp project or a project you know per se so my, my gut still goes to like gaming um as most people think gaming is going to be a thing but it's just going to be that one that hits right it's like you know pokemon go opened our eyes to what ar can be right it's like it, it has to be created and we don't know who's going to do it or right. how it's going to happen so uh, my gut always goes to gaming or um, you know, it's possible it happens in the music space. I think that's less likely, but it seems like gaming's going to be the one. It's certainly the one people are trying for. So what are your, what are your, what were the biggest, what do you think the most historical NFTs were in like 2022 that were like rediscovered? And what do you, what do you think people are sleeping on in 20, answer the 2022 purse and then 2023, yeah. like what are people sleeping on for like 2023? It, it, it's interesting. I think, um, in 2022, the, the big thing um that caught people's attention was um that v1 punks were a thing right that there were punks that existed before the actual punks or the official punks right um i mean those of us in the historic nft space knew about it kind of last in 2021 when fubar like built the first rapper to try to make it happen but it didn't really happen until this year and and that kind of it opened people's eyes to like, wait a minute, what do you, what do you mean there was another version? Um, and I think that opened up the entire historical NFT space to, to like a lot of kind of newbies eyes where it was like, Oh, what the hell is this? What do you mean? You know? And uh, all these questions that happen around it with provenance and which is the real one. And what does it mean? Um, I think created a really interesting kind of dynamic that, that onboarded a whole bunch more people into the historic NFT idea and uh, i think that's been big certainly pepe's i mean pepe's took their rightful spot as like you know you know i don't know the ogs at least at least queens of of (laughs) nfts right um you know they're right there with punks is just they they took their their proper space um and just the meme ability and and being a community-led project speaks to so many kind of aspects of what we love about nfts um and the meme ability is you know off the charts we see pepe memes every single day um so i think pepe's you know kind of took their rightful spot uh in the historic nft timeline and that that was kind of a big deal um so those were kind of the two main things i think this year all right so what do you think people are sleeping on and they need to get to bro i I think uh with the 10-year horizon 10-year timeline uh i think everything's being slept on Really? Um, everything. Yeah, you mean at all, all everything. everything? Throw throw a dart, dude. Throw a dart. Um, I think obviously the things that are the most valued now will probably be the most valued in a decade, right? So they'll be the the kind of exponentially larger return for a Nakamoto Pepe than there will be for a Mount Gox Pepe because everybody knows the Nakamoto Pepe. So yeah that's always going to be like you know the most valuable but but the entry points are impossible for you know most of of us don't have you know 100 eth floating around where we can throw down on it 
but do I think that 100 ETH now is going to be, you know, 2,000 ETH uh, in 10 years? Maybe, uh, depending on where ETH is, right? Um, right. But, you know, you guys can go pick up Curio cards for, you know, 150 bucks today. What? Right? You know? Yeah. Wait, they're that cheap right now? I mean, yeah, the base ones. You know, you oh, know, I don't want base. Up, I don't want a well, base, dude. I want like super rare. Dude, you can pick up a crypto graffiti. He's like an OG Bitcoin artist. Uh, you know, for 150 bucks. You know, or I mean, I'm I'm not saying I know which is the one that's gonna do yes, it. Yes, you do. You know, but, no. <laughs> but but there are some there. There's a lot there. Right, you should be where... you should be the NFT whisperer, dude. Screw the archaeology <laughs> part. Be like, I'm an NFT the NFT whisperer. That would be the jam. Uh, <laughs> look, I, what I realize is nobody knows, right? I nobody know, knows. I know. Up is down, left is right. <laughs> Cats and dogs living together, mass hysteria. You, I, I've had this. I literally was on a podcast like two days ago where they're like, well, "What do you think about this project or that project?" And I was like, "Look, man, as we move into this idea of digital ownership, and you know, as the kids get comfortable with it, they're already comfortable with it. You know, they already own Fortnite skins and shit." Um, but, but when they get comfortable with owning shit on blockchains and there's going to be some gamer group that decides that they like a PFP from, you know, 2021 or whatever, right? And they just go, oh, those are ours now. And they go and they swoop, then they just grab all of them. You know, we can't, you can't predict no, what's going to happen with, right. with the kind of value, right? And what, what people are going to latch on to. Um, that's so true you know, like gamer groups could literally i mean these discords of like sometimes hundreds of thousands not if not like million people in them and if they decide hey we're gonna go and like just like grab this entire collection bring it into the game it's over with like that collection's exact, gone exactly dude and what so what happens if they you know go back and rather than taking uh you know board apes are too expensive they go and get i don't know the dogies from fucking 2021 um but, but you can't predict that. And, you know, it's very possible, and I've had this conversation a bunch of times, it's very possible that there are swaths of projects from 2021 that basically are worthless right now that are highly valued in the future. That is completely possible. Um, not saying to go buy them, nah, but, like, the Yetis and stuff and all these, like, failed, you know, rug projects from 2021 who knows man in a decade the yetis though dude that's a bad <laughs> that's a bad one man cuz that's so ugly they're so time. ugly <laughs> the ugliest nfts of all time i mean but look man you know the yetis i know the yetis everybody who was around in 2021 knows the yetis cuz it was the ugliest reveal of all time right, right that's true and, like you know and they, they have a little story behind them and who knows but um who knows, man? Uh, it's it's going to be fun to watch, though. I tell you what, check back in a decade, man. There's going to be some stories. I'm talking about I next year, you. man. You went 10 years. I want, like, what do you think 2023 holds? And you're like, this, this, and this. All right, peace. <laughs> and you're like, no, in 10 years, <laughs> we'll all be flying around in cars. <laughs> my, my, my version is there's no way. Uh, we get any sort of rebound that quickly. I, I could uh, not agree more. Unfortunately, it's going to be we a need, tough we one. We need a mat. We need a 10 X. Like uh, the idea of NFTs pumping again, is going to require 10 X number of people in the space. Like it has to be, we have to go through it. It's like, we're in the down cycle. Like, no, we need to go through. There needs to be a co complete wipe away. And I think you're seeing it. Like I said, discords are dead, right? I'm in, I don't know, 
30 historic NFT discords. Uh, most of them, it's complete crickets, right? There's, there's literally five of us, five guys, you know, uh, all in the same discords, right? And, but we've seen this before. Trust me, the punks discord was dead. The crypto kitty discord was dead. Like they go through dead cycles. This is the way it happens. You, you burn out all the underbrush and then the shit comes back bigger and stronger in a few years. That's just the way it works. I couldn't agree more, man. Um, and with that, Zoe, welcome to the stage. What's up, Zoe? How are you? First, tell us what you're grateful for before you, before you say anything. Zoe, what are you grateful for? GM, GM, good people. Hey, Zoe. Um, first of all, right now, I'm actually trying to hang something up or already hang it up. And it's a grateful moment to realize as a woman, I can do it and also use the machine. So that's really good. Um, but I think I'm just super grateful for this whole year and the people I've met. Um, the most grateful I am for the growth because um, through the people we've been meeting, the good, bad, happy, and sad, those are all, those have been all moments that we grow from. At least I hope people reflect back on those moments and themselves um, as I'm doing right now and then seeing what to take with me, what to leave behind in 2022 and what to better from. So I'm just really, really grateful to be amongst all of you guys and be one of the people who was early to adopt to NFTs and the technology and then to build something on it and to like stay in a space because that's the important part, right? Because when you leave, um, that's when you lose, not when you stay and keep building. So yeah, that um, that answers your question, Lucas. It does. Perfect. So on the Discord thing, yeah, I feel like Discord has been lying to you or to us because in the beginning I feel like they were focused on or not not completely but partly they were focused on web3 or at least the nft community um, because we started using it so heavily back in 2021 in the beginning and in the beginning of 2022 and I think it's been only like eight months since people have been saying oh no discord discord so tiring and this and this and that um, the complaints have become more and maybe that's why discord now is like you know what we're not even building for you guys right um, I still like discord um, not I, I don't think as I don't know if highly is the word but like as much of it as I used to like I still like it but I wouldn't um, um, count on it right now to build out uh, my platform. I see something like hopefully, hopefully maybe something like other deed winning when it comes to, okay, now you can um, build your community on this platform and have e-commerce and all those kind of things. But I do like to be in a couple of discords um, because next to communicating with people on Twitter, I feel like Discord is that in-between step before you have that one-on-one -on -one communication with people. So I, I still like to go in a few of those Discords and just hanging, saying GM, see what's up. Um, but other than that, I also feel overwhelmed by it. So um, that's it for that part. And historical, I think it's going to be a time thing, no? Where we... Um, I think, um, I don't know who was looking, uh, who was talking because I wasn't looking on my phone, but what the person said before, like a lot of things are being slept on. I think one of one art is going to be really big. So for all the ladies who don't know, Crip King is a big collector in that. Go and, and catch him because he's going to be fucking rich. He collects really good art, one of one art. Um, but I think that's being slept on alone. And I think that's going to be really, really big. If you look at history alone when it comes to 
um, Picasso's and art and how we looked at art and Van Gogh and not appreciating it then and stuff like that. So yeah, that's going to be a big win. Yep. I agree. Couldn't agree more. Awesome. Good input, Zoe. Thanks for sharing. And uh, I'm glad you're, uh, that's definitely some good things to be grateful of as well. So yeah, what else? Um, Butter toast, put your, you got your hand up, go for it. Yeah. So you guys already touched on something. Um, maybe a little, a couple of times that I wanted to, you know, probe on, get your opinion on, especially now that you know Adam's here, uh, the historian, just great to have you here. Um, basically what I want to add, you're saying that we'll, we won't reach another bull run until we 10 X as far as like people that are participating in this community. Yep. Um, so can you, can you expand on that some more? So like we, why don't you think we'll, reach another bull run like we had in 2021 um and how long do you think it will take like about i know you can't give like a an approximate guess but i mean look well to be completely clear i'm wrong on this shit all the time so so don't take this with like any like oh adam knows what he's talking about any but any more than you know what what you're talking about trust me i mean your, your gut is as good as mine my gut just says we need something to hit in real life um, that that crosses beyond just people selling NFT projects. Uh, it needs to be something new. Uh, and whether that's gaming or music or something that opens the doors back up to um, – not op- opens them up to new people, to a new group of people, a much wider group of people as to why digital collectibles and ownership of of nfts on public blockchains is a thing like why do they want that right um right now there's a lot of pushback in gaming and stuff they're perfectly fine having you know epic games own their skins right so who how's that going to break through to the next group of collectors to you know 10 million 50 million 100 million people how's that going to break through um we're seeing kind of little spurts at it right i mean even reddit i don't even know reddit it was like 100 million people or something got pfps on reddit but it didn't really like move the needle as far as like they really understood what they were getting right that's so because like 98 percent of the people don't even know they have them still to this day right. <laughs> like right. they don't even know they have a wallet they call it a vault you know what i mean like yeah. they don't say anything which is smart yeah. by the way yeah so you know i, I look at it as like what's going to be that that thing that moves the needle and like oh, this is something. Oh, this is like me actually owning this. Like, what's going to be that thing? And I have no idea what that's going to be. I don't think anybody in the world knows what it's going to be. But um, when that hits, we'll know it, right? It'll be like, oh, and it'll be that a new moment. And, and those are really hard to create. Um, and, and so I have no idea what it's going to be. But that, that's what I, my gut says. It's going to require something big like that to be like another turning and like another uh, – kind of adoption curve in crypto if you will and obviously we had it in 2016 17 with the ico boom nfts of you know DeFi a little bit before that nfts were huge so what's going to be that next thing um and i'm not sure what that is but that's what it feels like to me is is going to be needed rather than just more kind of nft projects or yuga dropping another whatever it's going to have to be something kind of game changing that's that's my feeling Right. And think of the thing, the butter, butter toast, like think of the perfect storm that actually happened that created this bull run. 
right? It was a pandemic, dude. We were still in a pandemic all of last year and even half of this year. I remember like people were still wearing masks in the majority of the states I went to, even though Austin and, uh, and uh, you know Arizona were a little bit, a little bit like less uh, stringent on their masks, which is why I got COVID. So I can tell you right now, like the perfect scenario happened where people got a bunch of money from the government. They had nothing to do. They had to isolate. They had to work from home. And let's be honest, a lot of people working from home aren't really working from home in a lot of cases. Like they're not, you know. Um, they're just looking for easy ways to like get around the whole working from home thing. I think I'm not saying everybody, I'm just saying like majority of people aren't really like cranking on work like we do in this space probably. And uh, you know, just it's such such a perfect storm that happened that like, I don't think it's going to happen again until like 2024, 2025. I mean, don't get me wrong. Building and all that other stuff is going to keep going. Like, I mean, building's been happening since like nine, the nineties guys, late nineties. Like we've been building the internet this whole time, websites and everything, right? Everybody's talking about building now. And it's like, no, we've been building. We've been building. It's been, tw- it's been like 22 years we've been building guys. Like, you know, like we're still building. This might be your first building, but this is like my like 12th company yeah, slash yeah. tech and, company and could, business. Could you have predicted like anything that, that like really has happened? No, mean, it's, it's almost no, impossible. Dude. Like I, I've done research and, and written on it and stuff. It's like, the number of people who saw even what even like YouTube is like nobody on the planet saw it. Nobody in yep. in like nineteen ninety seven. Like there was a lot of money moving into it, but nobody had any idea that they literally thought that, well, how could you have all these like channels? They were thinking of them as like channels. It would have been impossible because the amount of money you would have needed to raise for cameras and studios and producers it's like all the money in the world would have been required, right? They couldn't have envisioned that everybody would have a studio in their pocket, right? And that people never. would want to produce content for free. Yep. They would have ne- it never crossed their mind. So I- I'm of the same mind with Web3. Like we don't even, like it's, none of us can even really understand what's going to happen, but it gets back to this like thankful, like thank God we're in this space. Right yeah, now. we're, so we're we early. To, we are wicked yeah. early, Adam. You're so right, my man. Like, it's so true. Like, we're so early. We have an opportunity here to, like, see around the corner just by a little bit right now. A little bit. It doesn't even take a lot right now. See around the corner, like, two months, three months in advance, and you can make some really cool moves in this space. And I'm talking, it's not just, like, cool financial moves. Like, you could literally change, you could build a company right now in three, four months, and all of a sudden that company could be a leading company in, like, 12 to 24 months. So just know that opportunity is there for you. This is like the startup kind of like crash that, that happened in like 2000, 2001. And right now we're kind of like going through the crash, but people are still building companies right now. So, Hey, crypt, uh, can, your name's too long. Crypto Megan. <laughs> What's going on? Crypto Megan. <laughs> hey, yeah, I love this conversation. I, I do think that this year was like the year of experimentation and just like so new that we're all just, you know, figuring it out. And um, did any does anybody remember? I know somebody mentioned DeFi, the stacked toads, for example. Like, I, I don't know if any of you were around for those like crazy 
experimental things, but like that was a crazy cool use case to where like, you know, you were interacting with DeFi and NFTs for the first time and I staked directly to the contract. And just thinking about all of those things makes me understand. I know that it's just our inner web three circle that's getting this shit that's that's interacting with it. In fact, like the top when Bitcoin hit 69K, I don't consider that to be the actual top. I think the actual top was 65K and there's a lot of recycled liquidity going around. And it's the same thing for NFTs. It's just like recycled liquidity yep. among us and what we need and what I'm focused on on this world tour and, and in my work right now is, and this is a talk I just gave at Benzinga uh, in New York, a conference that I did. It was how to onboard the next billion users. What we need are new people coming into the space. And I think you guys are all right in that the PF, the PFP and, and, you know, collections and stuff, they're cool. And a lot of them probably will be historic. Like you say, Lucas, I think um, some of them may be even world of women, like my profile picture, like ones that are significant. We don't have a lot of women in the space right now that are doing historic. World of things. women is definitely one that will be valuable just because it was the first all women collection. Um, I think on the blockchain, it was the first women led project, I believe woman led project and I think it was the first woman, all women project. So it was yeah, definitely cool. Yeah, it, it was one of them for sure. Boss Beauties was another. They were like the first one to be displayed on the New York Stock Exchange. But World of Women was like the most iconic one, I would say. And um, but going toward what I'm, I'm saying about getting new people in the space, that's my focus right now is, is helping guide brands into Web3 and helping get new people into this space. And so I think that this year, this next year is going to be about big brands launching their collections and their fans being able to engage um, I just did a, sp a podcast episode with Spotty Wi-Fi about music and about how, like, you know, you can support your favorite artists and the, the thousand true fan fear theory. Like, I think this is all going to be about people getting involved and engaged with with the platforms and with the people that inspire them that they like. Um, more like memberships, more like engagement, loyalty. And we aren't going to be calling it Web3, just like you said, Lucas. It's going to be called, you know, just it's just the Internet. And it's just, you know, picture. It's just the the lingo needs to do away. We need to, to come up with ways to get new people involved um, and excited about this. And I think big brands are going to bring like the next 200 to 300 million users. Um, and I'm having conversations with big brands in the background now who want to get involved, who want to have that meaningful conversation. And I think if we leverage their massive platforms in the proper way, we can appeal to those new users, but it's going to be more like, yeah, getting involved in their favorite collections or their favorite right. stories, storytelling. Um, and as far as when that's going to happen, I do believe that in order for the next bull run to happen and for not to be recycled liquidity again, uh, we need a new cycle. And so I, I look at the charts, I consult for portfolios. That's what I started out doing is on the investing side. And, you know, all the historical data and since Bitcoin was conceived, you know, the halving cycle has had a huge impact. The next halving is March 2024. And we generally start marching sideways and up one year before that, which would be March 2023. So if you want to put it into like time frames and consider, okay, not it also according to like what the macro is doing, maybe like by then we've got a better hold on things. 2024, the next having bull run usually happens after that. So, I mean, we'll see for the long game. Right? We'll see. Yeah, can I say, yeah. Lucas, I want to just chime in. Uh, yeah. Don't forget guys. Like, uh, let's not the commercialism, like it's great, but like also make sure you're contacting your like local representatives to make sure that like, in this space, we have a lot of red, uh, red tape, you know, like that's going to be coming up in the next couple of years as regulation happens. It needs to be known that like uh, it needs to be like, first of all, NFTs, they need to be looked instead of capital gain in certain jurisdiction. They should be looked at like 
you know, like commodities and things like that. We need to make sure that we also fight for like the lowest, um, you know, franchise uh, person uh, and, and not just like depend on big brand to like push the initiative you know no i agree with you yeah. i don't think we should depend on big brands at all but i do think that the mainstream may be inspired by them to to kind of dig into the space and that's how they'll get introduced i'm all about supporting the smaller artists the up and coming you know that's why i did the the uh, podcast with spotty wi-fi and the artists that are doing amazing shit in this space to like to show other people this is how you can like interact with nfts and how they can revolutionize your business and how you can support your community but i just think that in order for these new people to get involved like they might they may see these bigger brands and so i think that our space should direct the big brands and show them how how to do it in a proper way in a meaningful way yeah i don't disagree with that i just will say i agree i just will say this is like we have to uh i don't know like i i hear you know like spotty wi-fi that's great but there's a lot of us doing great things you know like uh and i just want to say like we got to remember that big brands uh have their own agenda and we got to make sure that we push the agenda that i don't believe that mass adoption is the number one case right now i believe that we got to fight our the regulation that's coming to make sure we get equal distribution into the hands of creators i think that's the most important part that we could fight for anything else just helps us it doesn't help the cause itself you know yeah. With that said, let's keep, let's move on. Cause that is a definitely a good topic. That could be like an entire show right there. So, uh, yeah, real quick, Zoe, what's up, Zoe? We have like 15 minutes left guys before, before the show's over. So Zoe hit me. I, I need at least 30 more minutes. I'm kidding. No. I'm kidding. So here's the thing. <laughs> you got 60 uh, seconds. Go. <laughs> oh my God. Oh my God. So I think it was Adam who was talking about um, the mass adoption or at least more people coming also in and Reddit doing it really well. I think Reddit did it um, really good, but I think we also have to remember that they just called it something different, right? It's not that like they didn't use PFPs because they also had PFPs. So just they just call it differently. Um, and we knew that was going to happen because from the beginning we were saying it's not going to be a, called an NFT in a couple of years so that is guaranteed that we're going to call these things differently. But the interesting part is, but then how do people adopt? And I think it's all about how do we utilize the blockchain, right? If you look back at um, social media, how did most people adopt? Like, what was the benefit for them? We saw bigger brands coming in late because they didn't understand it. They thought it was more of a fun thing. And that's hence why they're adopting um, blockchain a bit earlier now if i look at my mom she didn't think facebook was that amazing but then um it, it became interesting to her when more of her friends were using it because she could go live and do all of these things so it's also looking at what is important for certain demographic and next to thinking uh gaming i think it's still going to be something like um e-commerce because e-commerce isn't gaming e-commerce is in fashion like e-commerce is in everywhere and if you look at web 2 that's also the thing that brought a lot of people in was like okay now we can shop through the social media platforms if i want to go out um for food if i want to go to a restaurant most of the times i won't even go to the website of the restaurants i go to like their instagram and then look at food that they post but also that people have posted that i'm looking at reviews my first thing is reviews I don't care about what the food looks like. I don't care about any of that stuff. I need to look at the reviews and be like, wait, why is this person upset? Oh, they paid too much for a coffee. Okay. See, that's not a good review. 
it's all about that. I always read the reviews and go, okay, let's just see. Like, and if there's like an 80, 20 rule, and of course we all know people who yeah. usually review things they don't like, right? Let's be honest. So I agree with yeah, you. I, I never thought of that. I'm a, I'm a visual person. So I go and look at how the food. Um, I would, if I were you start looking at reviews, I promise you it'll save you so much time than having to look at the delicious food they took pictures of. It's probably made out of like glue and like makeup and who knows what no, else, no, no, like no. paint and stuff. I pick really good restaurants. I do. Have I don't disagree. I don't disagree. I'm a, I'm a, you're, you're talking to a, a creature of habit here, so I don't not take risks on stuff like that. Hey, bread or toast. Okay. You're, but are, you Whenever have, we're meeting, we're going out for food. Definitely. Are you, are you kidding restaurant. me, Zoe? I'm not going to say and, no to that. And Lucas, if it's not good, I will, I will have a review, but also put you in it. Oh no, don't Just do so that. You know. Don't do that. <laughs> the last thing I wanted to mention is that, um, I think it was actually, um, how was it called? Fame Lady Squad. That was the first female-led project, um, no. except, except that it wasn't. I was just going to say, it was led by... There were some Russians behind yeah, it. Yeah, guys. Um, but it was the first female project, but and also the first project that was community-led. So, um, yeah. The... <laughs> yeah, it was not... I was going to say, it definitely was a cool project, and then it got bought, and then by sheet... Like, again, I'm not going to say by who but it was definitely by interesting characters and i don't even know if russians actually really even own that project i have no idea at this point or that they were just like kind of like scapegoated yeah it was it was them in the beginning because we I were don't in know. the room when it came I out i don't know i wish i yeah i'm I just saying i think they i think they might have been hired by another person that doesn't that's not in the space anymore okay go yeah, ahead butter toast yeah i'm po- i'm like almost positive of that go ahead butter toast just to talk on the whole Reddit thing, uh, I, I was looking Dude, at Reddit. You're killing me, man. You're killing <laughs> me, bro. <laughs> what? No, I mean, I just to talk about like what we the, talked about at the, the beginning of the space. <laughs> no, we just literally <laughs> don't just talk about it. Um, blame it on Zoe. Blame watching, it on Zoe. No, not blame. Oh, man. You know what? I'm Go for it. Myself again. <laughs> <laughs> Go for it, Buttertubs. Hurry up. All right. I'm just saying, like, why I, I've been lately, I've been a little bit more positive about, um, you know, crypto uh, NFT adoption, just from what I saw with Reddit. Um, the sentiment on Reddit was so toxic and, and negative. Like, any single article posted on Reddit, all the comments were literally like, what a bunch of fucking idiots. Like, oh my God, who would buy these? You're, you're a scammer. You're a piece of shit. Like, that was literally every comment that got upvoted like crazy. Now, if you go take a look at it, people are actually defending it. Probably some of the same people that were saying that shit. And it reminds me of myself before I really discovered and went into NFTs. And so I'm, I'm super bullish. I, I probably have like a uh, really short timeline for how you do. this, this, this uh, bear market will go. Because I, I agree with Crypto Megan on that timeline of the, the halving. And, and February, March of 2024, I think we'll see the next crypto uh, NFT bull run where you're going to have NFTs be skyrocketing because we have like 0.01% of the population. Once all these companies, these gaming companies are putting mountains of money into the industry, these, uh, you know, these brands like Coca-Cola, Harito, and all these uh, clothing brands are jumping in, all these musicians are jumping in. And that w- that's what 2024 will be all about, this mass adoption we've been praying for i really think will happen in 2024 i mean i could be wrong but i'm rarely wrong so i could see your um, ape i can see your ape on the side of a <laughs> side of a pair of nikes no i no i can't 
I actually agree, Butter uh, Girls. Also with crypto, uh, Megan, because my friend was like, oh my God, 2023 is going to be so good in crypto. I was like, sure, but 2024, right? That's and the jam for sure. Yeah. 2024 is the year. Build gonna build in 2023. There's, uh, there's going to be a lot of building and you should be happy if you're like me, who's figuring everything out on their way. My God, you should be happy you're still doing that in 2023 right because you made those connections in 2021 and now you're going to skyrocket hopefully in 2024 so yeah be happy that we're still um building and stuff boom i love it go ahead pura is the last one. Oh man you're putting the pressure on oh again. you got to hey hey real quick what are you grateful for man what am i grateful for i'm grateful for life boom hear that guys take notes that was there the best go. i'm grateful for so far I mean, including mine guys that's better than wait. mine when you have a moment in your life when it flashes before you and you realize how close you were to death and how fragile life is, you can't be grateful for much more than just the simplicity of just being alive. So Word up. But no, man. I was going to comment on something Crip King was saying, and then you came in and you were like, let's change the subject. The space is ending. So I've just been <laughs> kind of thinking about you know what I will say. So no, man. I just touch on what Crip King said real quick. Um, go for it it's not all about yourself and like you know growing what you're doing and you know moving web 3 forward it's about <clears throat> integrating it into the system that we have because we can't just be full degens and think we can run off and do our own thing this isn't anarchy this isn't a utopia utopias don't exist and if we let the people who have the power make all the rules and they don't really understand it, then we're going to be playing catch up. So, you know, just get involved a little bit in your local area, talk to people, um, and then, you know, we won't be so surprised when crappy regulations and stuff come down on us because you know we're the ones that are here now we should have a seat at the table making decisions on that stuff so i'll just leave it at that i and, couldn't uh, agree more my man pira very well said and all that jazz. happy holidays and i agree my just so you guys know like one of my goals in 2023 is to uh i'm setting the bar high i'm trying to onboard 150,000 new people into the you know the web3 space so we'll see if i can pull it off I'm really shooting for a million, but uh, I'm going to go for 150,000 right now. So 150,000 people into the space by the end of 2023. We'll see if I can do it and I'll have the stats to prove it, but we'll see. So if with, you get scammed or rock, Lucas did it. Oh boy. Here we go. So um, at our Algorand's up here. I haven't said anything to Algorand. What's going on, man? What's going on, George? You there, bud? Hey, Lucas. Hey, what's up, man? Hey, sorry, my mic was off. I thought you guys had muted me. So No, you're sorry, good, dude. You're good. Hey. What are you uh, grateful uh, for? Merry Christmas. I'm grateful for the fact that uh, I'm, I think I'm the oldest guy in here. I'm like 54 years old, and I've got uh, three awesome kids who are doing amazing stuff and have far surpassed any expectations, and uh, they're all home for Christmas now. And uh, nice. that's what I'm really grateful for. Congrats, man. That is a, a great that is a great sentiment right there. Congrats. Teach That's me amazing. what to do with my 16 year old, bro. He don't want <laughs> don't to do anything. Don't man. negotiate. Don't oh. negotiate. That's the, that's what I learned. If you negotiate, 
they'll drill you down until you're exhausted. You draw a line in the sand and say, that's where it's at. That's it. If, if you negotiate, you've already lost. That's it. <laughs> yeah, don't even negotiate. And I'm Greek, so the occasional, you know, the occasional, you know, whipping or something like that is it kind of gets affected. He's, I'm he's kidding too about big, that. Dude, he'll, kick, he'll kick my ass already, man. It's not, <laughs> it's not, that's not possible anymore. Yeah, I'm lucky. I'm six four, so they haven't gotten there yet. But uh, hey, good, good to meet all of you guys. And I just wanted to chime in something really quickly with the Discord conversation. Yeah, yeah, go for it. We. Uh, you know, Agoracom solved this problem for the small cap. So our claim to fame is we're a platform for small cap companies and investors to get together. And just like uh, the NFT world today, back in 2005, 2006, small caps were speculative, emerging. People looked for opportunities, but a lot of scams, a lot of nonsense going on. And the platform just weren't cutting it. So we created a platform in 2008 in its first year did 100 million page views. Uh, 10 million unique visitors and all that because we we put controls into place that didn't censor people or anything like that, but just said, hey, here we put in six simple rules of use. And then we empowered our members, our users. Uh, so if our users had, you know, if Lucas555 had, had risen, mm-hmm. uh, it, it risen in his reputation and his score uh, and all that to a certain level, there are over 2,000 people in Agoracom now that have the same control as I have. So they have the ability to go in there and get rid of spammers and do all that kind of stuff. So we solved that problem. Uh, and we're able to do it because we also have a real business model to it, which is companies then started paying to be on the platform. It was all fully disclosed, all that. So there's, you know everybody knew what they're facing. And I just want to tell everybody that we're going to apply that exact same business model to the web three world. We hope to be announcing something in the next 30 days. That's amazing. Uh, hey, let's think- talk, let's talk about it later. Um, usually there's yeah, no, there's no like, I love that yeah, you came up. I love that you get, you know, your, your gratefulness, but I mean, we're not here to like shill our companies or projects or anything like oh, that. No, sorry. I didn't, That's okay. Not shilling for sure. Not shilling for sure. I just want to let everyone know that I think so. I'm not shilling. So, all good, uh, man. The problem has always been the problem has always been there's just no there weren't any business models built around these platforms, so everyone just kind of ran wild. So if you can build a platform, uh, a model again around anyone's platform, not just ours, you have much more chance for success. And I think that's what we're going to see from maybe other companies as well. Yep. Uh, I just wanted to point that out as a flaw in Discord. There's no real business model, and that's why they're not incentivized to to really take care of things. Yep. Yeah, there. I mean, I think there is a business model. They do make quite a bit of money, and they definitely are owned by a, a large company as well. So I, I respect that. And um, yeah, man, just just good input. And I'm glad you uh, came up here. And I'm glad I actually heard your voice. I don't know if I've talked to you before verbally, and we should definitely talk in the uh, the new year. If, like, see what we can do. Yeah, and Wolf, we're on that Wolf. Uh, oh yeah, that's Wolf right, Wolf Space. That's right, that's right. Oh, yeah, we should definitely. But Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays. Same everyone. to you, man. And good luck. A lot of smart people here, and I learned a lot. Good yeah, success to all of you guys. Yeah, happy holidays, my man. Let's catch up. Late. Let's catch up in the new year. All right, awesome. So, Adam, last, last little point from you, my man. Um, if you had to buy something in twenty twenty three, if you had to like literally buy a historic NFT, what are you gonna go buy? If you had ten ETH right now, go one ETH thing, ETH, just bro? one thing. God damn, at least give me a hundred ETH. Bro. What? Give me a hundred ETH. No way. Come on, man. <laughs> 10 ETH. What are you going to go buy for 10 ETH historical NFT? And it has to be January 1st, 2023. Go. What is it? Oh, bro. There's, that's not enough money, man. It I is. You just got to guess. Just got to give me one. Give me just one. 
All right, I love at that kind of price point. Um, I like Curio cards. I like Apple Curio card. It's number one. It's I don't know, a couple ETH uh, for a Curio card. Um, Ten ETH. You can maybe negotiate yourself a uh, get yourself a Genesis Mooncat. I know you know stuff is in these bear markets. Like the off book trades happen, um, where you get something at a quarter of the price of what it, the floor, you know, quote unquote floor is on OpenSea because the collector who has a lot, maybe has a lot of cards or a lot of NFTs in a project doesn't want to wreck the floor. And so he'll let people like me know, Hey, I want to get rid of something. I need to make a few ETH. And, uh, that stuff happens. Like I, I can't say what, but I've traded, uh, or helped facilitate trades that were, a fifth of the floor on Epic cards and Epic NFTs. Um, and they happen kind of on the down low. And uh, that can happen in these bear cycles where, um, you know, Pepe's go or Curios or Punks, you know, go for way, way less than you'd think um, because people don't want to wreck floors and they want to, you know, just get, get some ETH, make some money. And, uh, you know, those trades are out there. So, uh, Adam, then ETH, yes. you're not getting a clone X or Doodle. <laughs> i mean the historical nfts historical nfts I, I i like uh 2018s and earlier that's where i live wow you're really limiting the the space there bro but uh i respect i respect your choices i remember telling you when to you know buy certain things and you're like nah i'm good i'll pass i'll pass yeah the noodles the doodles all those all those projects i'm like dude you gotta get no man you know 0.1 eth is too rich for my blood i was like what but anyway man i respect i respect your choices you know what i mean like you you gotta you gotta have some skepticism in this space so i totally agree um i appreciate you coming back on and, and hosting spaces man and and i'll be in a lot more with you and uh, I, I, it is a meme now building, um, but there is opportunities to build stuff. Just so everybody knows, I'm I'm working with Emblem Vault now. If you guys know about historical NFTs, you know about Emblem Vault. Definitely, uh, it's it's the number one solution for trading across blockchains, and so I'm super psyched to do that. Like whether or not we succeed in a decade, I don't know, but I do I do truly believe in my core that like trading across blockchains will be a thing. I believe in a multi-blockchain future. Um, and I'm excited to do that. And whether or not we're the one that ends up being the winner, uh, we're, we're trying, man. And, and so that's what I'm doing. And I appreciate you all. Uh, By the way, the congrats time. on Emblem Vault. That's really dope. And uh, Thanks, I can't believe that didn't happen sooner, dude. Like, what the heck? <laughs> you should have been the man. You should have been the captain of the ship day one. Uh, well, you know, the, and that's part of the thing. Like, would I have had any idea that that would have been where I landed? You know, when I started two years ago trading NFTs, like impossible to predict, right? But reaching out, creating community, uh, building friendships and all that sort of stuff, it, it works. But you got to put in the effort, right? You know that as well as anybody, right? So oh, man. Put in the effort and uh, <laughs> building, baby. Building. <laughs> building. We're building. <laughs> Dude, I totally agree. And with that said, that's literally it. Like we're at, we're literally at an hour and a half. So what's up, guys? Parting words, Pixel Lord, um, Crip King, thanks for coming up here. Obviously, my awesome co-hosts, they're the best people ever. Everybody that came up to speak, you guys rock, and everybody in the audience. I even see Victoria down there. What's up, Victoria? What do you know, eh? So um, thanks for coming out, guys. I'll be back on these spaces probably this weekend, but I'm definitely going to be back on Monday through Friday at 8.30 a.m. Pacific time. 
and uh, that's 11.30 a.m. Eastern time, and um, I believe it's like 10.30 a.m. Central time. So see you guys on Monday, and thanks for being here. You guys rock.